Speak Studios. Speak and be heard. Shane Lopez. Hopeful people believe. There are many paths to my goals. None of them are free from obstacles. Shane Lopez. What's up, everybody? It is Next Level. Good vibes only. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate the gift of time that you're going to give us. And today we're going to be talking about... A brighter future. Hope matters. Hope matters. What is that all about? Hope. Hope is something (laughs) that we create and believe that our future is going to be brighter than today. Yeah. Right. And that's and they they even talk about that. We'll just throw that out there right now that people that are dealing with depression, that depression that sets in sometimes because they feel that their future is not going to be brighter than today. They don't see their life getting any better than their current state. And that's the big goal. That's what we thought we'd talk about this right now. Just have this conversation around this and share some of the things that, you know, tools that we uh, utilize in our life, tools that we share with the clients that we work with, and just to go out there and hopefully make a change in somebody's life today about moving towards the future and what does that look like. It's not stagnant, right? It's only stagnant if you make it stagnant. But we are in control of our path. We are in control of what we do, and that is an action. Speed is a force. So how can we make that happen? Yeah, so hoping that we can instill some hope for you, that you would believe that tomorrow, the next day, and the next day after that will be brighter and better than today. And that's how we move forward with our goals, and that's how we move forward with our pathways. And so Rick Snyder and um, also found that thinking about multiple pathways to a goal is a core skill of hopeful people. So if you think about that, it's like all of these pathways, infinite number of pathways to get to our target, to get to our goal. And do I have the drive? Do I have the passion? Do I have the wherewithal to have that hope, instill that hope within me and believe that I can reach that goal knowing that, hey, I might choose a pathway at one point, but it might switch, right? And just being understanding of yourself and confident that, hey, I am hopeful. I'm going to meet that target. And so he also said, it is one thing that can be taught. So that is awesome. That hope isn't just a trait or something genetic that you are born with. It is something that can be taught. So today we hope that we teach you a little bit about hope. So you believe that it's possible for you. Yeah, and I like what he's saying about the multiple pathways, right? If you think about a maze, if you're if you're doing whether it's on a piece of paper or I mean, we watched Harry Potter last night, so there was a thing where they're in the maze and they they, they run into these obstacles, or, or you run down, you're going down this path that you think is the right way, and all of a sudden you hit a wall. What do you do? You stop, you turn around, and you go find another pathway. Same thing when you're doing the game, playing a game, a maze that's on a piece of paper, right? You're looking down all the different courses. And sometimes you have to turn around. Sometimes you have to turn around because you run into that wall. But that's the thing. We don't give up. So such is life. Life should, We should not be giving up on life because we ran into an obstacle because we hit a wall. This is where you got to have that fortitude, have that strength, have that ability, that confidence in yourself that you will find the way. You just can't be so arrogant to think that that one way that you chose to go is the only way to go. And this is the, also what we talk about when you ask yourself questions. Maybe you're not asking yourself the right question. This is where you got to kind of take a step back 
and figure out what is the right question. What is that question that's going to help you get yourself to the where you want to go? And this is where you have to be open. We have to be open and honest with ourselves to recognize that our first idea might not always be the best or it's not going to be the greatest. We, we, <laughs> I always like coming back to the fact that don't be so arrogant to think that you're coming up with the best idea the first time that you've ever done anything. No matter what you do for work or any type of thing that you're going after, there's always that ideal process, right? The brainstorming. You're kind of putting the ideas out there. You put something down, break it down, and then let's fine-tune it. Let's go after it for a while. Let's apply it for a little while. Let's figure it out. And as we're going about it, we can make those tweaks. What is working? What is not? Take those things that are working. Let's build off of that. Those things that are not working, let's get rid of that and not repeat those. And let's make those changes. Yeah, I love what you just said. So the question, right? What is the question? You also talked about, hey, that first idea may not be the best one, but you know what it's going to do? It's going to build momentum. And what rang true to me as you were talking about that is yes lives in the land of no. So it's not a failure because that first idea didn't maybe work or that you received a no and then another no and another no. The only way you're going to get yeses is if you keep getting no's. Because if you get that first no, you turn around and walk away and you're done, then where is your yes ever going to be? So yes is in the land of no. So at the same time is you bringing it back to those questions and you said, what's working and what's not. And that's a great reflection for that first idea of what worked with this idea. How can I build off of this idea to create hope? And how can I look at what's not working? The other question that I wanted to bring up is what's important to me? What is important in my life? If it's not important to you, how do you believe that you're going to be hopeful in the process and the outcome. Yeah, there's many things in life when you're shooting for something or you're trying to dig yourself out of this hole. The thing is, I mean, even the stuff that I go through, the things that I'm working on, constantly trying to work on myself, try to be that best version of myself. And there's a lot of things that I'm working on. And I have to recognize that I'm not going to be perfect in every single area. I have to recognize that I'm not going to be able to get everything done at once in making those changes within myself. So I have to pick out that one thing that is going to be that keystone habit or that one habit that's going to build momentum for the other ones that I can be successful out and successful at. And as I'm building that, then I can work on those other ones. I mean, I could, it's hard to be focused on everything. It, it, it doesn't mean that when, I guess, certain areas of my life, if I'm working on fitness or if I'm working on mental well-being and, or having conversations with individuals, those are all opportunities. Whatever moment that I'm in, number one is being present and being present in that moment. And whatever moment that I'm in at that time is by being present is where I can focus on that virtue or that goal that I'm working on to be better at. And that could be when I'm at the gym, when I'm working out, that I'm going to be focused right there on my physical capabilities. And I'm going to be working on you know, bringing up different types of exercises for myself to challenge myself. If I'm at home having a conversation with Jessica and maybe we're not on seeing eye to eye, that's a great time for me to challenge myself to also to work on how am I showing up and not blaming Jessica because I acted a certain way or I might have re reacted in a certain way that I can't say, oh, if you didn't do that, then I wouldn't have acted this way. That's a cop out. That's, I'm responsible for my actions. Nobody caused me to do anything. I am in control of my body. I am in control of my mind. I am in control of what how I show up. 
Do you remember that quote that was last night that we wrote down from our virtual meetup that see what you want to be or remember what we talked about that was yeah we talked about um you know having the energy that you want others to see but you got you got to be what you want to see That's basically it. be what you want to see be what you want to see yeah i love that world, last right? night you know yeah. if you're not seeing it you got to you got to be it you got to live it you got to be that example and if, and that's where <clears throat> this impactfulness of how you show up every single day <laughs> of where you want to be having that hope of moving forward being that best version of you knowing that you're it, it's going to be daily work. We're, we're not ever going to just be on easy street. We're just going to glide around and say, I got this figured out now. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's not. It, it, this is a daily job, right? You've got to earn that paycheck every day. You're working every day. And be what you want to see in the world is, is something that just by stating that affirmation or thought or mantra brings hope to me. I mean, that's a hopeful phrase is be what you want to see in the world because what I want to see in the world is so much love and so much you know compassion and understanding for each other and curiosity and gratefulness and so if I want to be what I want to see oh my gosh well how what a hopeful wonderful connection that is and Darren mentioned too about choice you know we have this choice and I feel like you know yes there's a lot of things that happen in life and yes we we definitely get a moment to to experience that sadness or madness or irritation and letting it go at the same time as we talk a lot about this is you have that choice do i have a choice to be hopeful if i if i am able to have that choice to be hopeful then why wouldn't i choose it and we talk about choosing your heart quite a bit also and it's it is it can be hard to be hopeful to flip that switch because it's something that you've ingrained in your mind, you know, that um, you're not going to be hopeful because what's the opposite of hope? What's the opposite of being hopeful? What do you think, Darren? What's the opposite of hopeful? Non-hopeful. Hopeless, hopeless, right? Hopeless and in despair. So if I had a choice to choose between despair, hopelessness, or if I had the choice to choose hope, then I'm going to choose hope. And a key thing that whether it's hopeless or hopeful, it's an act, right? You got to take an action. There's, there's, there's something you're going to move towards that direction. And that process of what you're saying, just, I love that what you're saying about that is you got to make that decision. Which way do you want to go? And then you got to act upon it. Being hopeless, it's, that's still an action, right? You're going to go down that path. There's no effort there. You're just falling down this, this circle, the spiralness, you're going down the drain, you're circling around, circling around, oh, my life sucks, wow, poor me, this is the victim attitude, this is the fixed mindset attitude, all things that we have talked about in other podcasts, but the hopeful person, that person that has a growth mindset, focuses on that future, that they are in control of their journey of life to create what they want to create. And does that take work? Yes. Yeah, that's what it's all about, right? Nothing... <laughs> is given to you. you, you you've got to do the work. And this is where a quote, and I love finding certain quotes and, and, and repeating those and using them when I need to because that helps me, that helps motivate me. It gives me something to think about. And so this quote here is, success is never owned, it's rented. And the rent is due every day. 
cha-ching every day. And that just means you got to show up, right? Success. You, you can look at athletes. These athletes that have won the Super Bowl. The athletes that have won MVP. These athletes that have done great things in that moment of time that we can remember them by. But then when they fall off of that ladder, when they fall off of that, that being on the pedestal, what happens? When they don't get that attention, we see actors and actresses, people and anybody that's in a position of power, when they're receiving all this attention and, the, and all these things are like, oh, this is so awesome. All these people, like whether they worship them or they just treat them differently. But when they don't have that anymore, they don't know how to show up. They don't know how to respond. So this is where the success is never owned. It's only rented. So you need to put that work in every day to do that. When I think of, you know, that statement and quote also brings me hope also. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's telling me I got to do the work. And that in itself creates hope for me because I know that it's kind of like the name entertainment and just understanding like what I need to do next. If I know I need to work at it and I know I need to take the steps and, and act, take action and keep going, then that will create hope for me. So that's like the agency, right? That's the drive, the belief that you can meet that goal. And depending on what that goal is, you know, and you might reach a version of that goal and decide it's something else or never get to that ultimate goal, but that's okay. That's okay. That's not a, that's not a failure. You know, that's not something that is, is negative to who you are. It's just where you're supposed to be. And having that hope that again, tomorrow is better than the present is something that as Darren's sharing that you work at, like an athlete, as he's giving that example is an athlete works hard every single day to be where he's at, to hold that, that rank, to hold, you know, being high on life and being the best or being really, really good takes a lot of energy and time and commitment and action. And, you know, you can be super hopeful at that time. And so what, what do we do when we're no longer on top? What do we do? How do we bring hope into our life? What do we focus on that's important to us? You know, that's why it's really good to have a couple of things that are important to you that if something doesn't work out for you or that it ends, because things, all good things come to an end. But when it comes to an end, what else is really important to you? Who do you want to be? And it's about getting to know yourself and instilling that hope in every process of your life. And then reflecting on what it took to get there. The work that you put in to get to the top of that, to where you're having that success and recognizing there again, to continue with that success, you got to continue to put the work in. And this is where 90% of what we do is mindset. It's how you show up, how you're showing up to that. If you think about that for a moment, 90%, whether you're going home to your family, whether you're going into the workplace, whether you're going in to have a conversation with somebody whether you're going on a first date for the first time, right? When, when you show up for that first date, who are you? Are you at your best? Are you trying to put on this, this persona, right, of how awesome you are? If, whether it's a, 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 this woman that's sitting across from you or this male that's sitting a, a, across from you. And, and this person that you see is like, man, this person is beautiful. I, I, they're, they're, I want to wow them. How do I, how do I earn that respect or that opportunity for another date or another opportunity to spend time with this person, you're out there trying to wow that person. And then what happens? You guys become a couple. And then what happens to that? <laughs> right? oh, it just starts diving. It's going oh, down. No, it's the, the excitement is gone because it gets comfortable. No, but it's, 
It's obstacles. Obstacles happen in life, in relationships. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, is the work has to continue. Oh, the work has to to continue. To to be there. Yeah. To have that life that you, when you first met that person, to rekindle that love, to rekindle that joy, that takes work. And what happens is life gets in the way, right? Those responsibilities, your bills, who knows what comes into play? But that's where we get distracted, and then we don't focus on some of those things that were important to us. But we're not doing the work where we're putting that effort in somewhere else. And then this falls behind. And then we wonder why the relationship isn't working out. We wonder why where's that love or that friendship sometimes that we had when we first got together. And I'm not talking specifically with you. Not, Jess. <laughs> I'm just saying in general. <laughs> just so this is not counseling right now. But I'm just putting it out there for us that remember, even for myself, that it takes work for me to have this relationship with my wife to be the best. That we've been together now 14 years, that that takes work. And I know there's individuals that have been married for 40 years, for 50 years. My parents have been married for 50 years. Jess, how long have your parents been married? Just as long or more, yeah. Yeah, right? And that takes work. That, that longevity, that, that, that is work. It's, you got to choose your heart. So do you think that, this is something that I think would and does help me through those times, is the hope that... Things will always get better, you know, and they'll, they'll go, they'll be difficult too, because in that quote that we stated in the very beginning talks about none of these things, none of these moments in life or paths or goals are free from obstacles, meaning every facet of your life, obstacles are going to come. And that's the hope that gets you through them. They're like speed bumps in our life, right? Speed bumps in our relationships, speed bumps in our professional career. And what, how I see it is I get over that speed bump because I have hope and I have desire and I have belief that for one, I can get over the speed bump or take a different direction, but that I can get to my goal. I can get to my target. So I think that's pretty amazing as you're talking about that example is that what gets people through difficult times in their relationship. And I, I think that's hope, hoping that things will get better, hoping that things do change and that you grow together and you learn and you grow. But not by crossing your fingers. Not at all. <laughs> right? That's, again, doing the work. You cross your Putting fingers. Putting the work in. Yeah. What's not working? What is working? Let's focus on what's working. Continue that. And then the stuff that's not working, okay, great, that's not working, let's stop doing that. And how can we change those things that aren't working and move towards a direction that is working and build off of that, right? And that's that hope, knowing that our future will be brighter than today. And that simply is by the habits that are in our life currently today, which is that foresight of looking into the future. Yeah. So today we're talking about a brighter future. I am hoping that that's what people really truly want within themselves and for others because hope matters. And when you think about hope, you also think about prosper, right? Prospering and moving forward with hope. You want to be prosperous, right? Those are terms in, in keys. Like maybe that's something you can just stick right up on your, your visor in your car or on your mirror in the, in the bathroom of either hope or prosper because that's something that you want to reach or work towards. And so I'm going to shift gears just a teeny bit. And I want to bring in the hope into, um, as a leader, because, you know, Darren has been a manager, a leader of a, you know, I think you managed 50 some people at some point in time. And as a leader, um, as a coach, as Darren and I are, I'm a leader in the work that I do um, with 
the state and doing quality assurance and teaching and educating and facilitating and leading as, you know, a reflexologist, you know, just being that leader in the field that we're working in. And as I talk about being a leader, as a leader, the role is to help other people become leaders and to instill hope on on their life in the what they're doing. So if you had a staff member or a coworker even, how could you help your coworker or staff member or client, right, to have hope for the future? I think it all plays together as a leader because you are a leader, I am a leader. Um, people are leaders in their community. And so how would you instill that? And then I'm gonna give some statistics after. I think one, you know, finding what excites that individual. What what does that person find gets them up in the morning when it comes to their job what they're working for this is what you went to school for especially if you put your hard-earned money into this education to get this degree so you can obtain this type of job now that you're in this job what are you doing with it you did the hard work to get the degree to be able to do this type of work but now that you're in it do you still have that same excitement and same drive and if not how can we find that are you still excited about what you do yeah you know and that's a, a big process of what I was doing and, and what I get to do now. I, I, at that time when I was in management, my, my, my goal was to build other individuals up and help them succeed and do the job. Although my mindset wasn't there on where I'm at today currently in working on being that best version of me and sharing those tools that I've now obtained and, and been learning and still currently learning, right? Practicing every single day. I'm still, I would say, in that practice mode that I'm working towards mastery. But how do we share that with other individuals to... Find out what inspires them, what's important now, and what can we do to move a little bit closer today? What's one thing that you can do today that's going to inspire you, that's going to motivate you, that you're going to be able to say every day, here's what I'm going to show up and do today to work towards my goal because that is important to me. Yeah, and I, you know, I think of, you know, talking to, like I said, it can be an employee, coworker, or a client is, you know, helping them become connected to the who, you know, why are you here? Why did you take this position? Why are you doing the work you're doing? And then having them connect to the who that they're working with. So if they're in a service industry, whether that's social services or customer service, can you connect with the people that you're helping? You know, and it's studies have shown that if you can make that connection and really see them as people and really actually get a talk to the people that you're really serving, then you're going to make that more, you're going to have more of a connection and be more passionate about it. And that provides you with some more hope. And so as a leader, helping people find out what their strengths are, helping them make those connections because that instills that hope. So if I was working with somebody and I was maybe their manager or supervisor, I would share with them, Hey, these are your strengths. Let's focus on your strengths. Pull the strengths out for them and give them tasks and projects that are based off of those strengths and not try to, you know, focus on all of their areas that they need for improvement and then give them tasks and responsibilities that have to do with that so that they fail. So as a leader, I am going to support. I'm going to help build. I am going to create, you know, another leader in the ways that they work best. Because again, if I'm going to focus on what people don't do right, then they're, you're, you're going to know as a leader and you're going to basically be creating unhappy employees. So the question I'm going to ask you, Darren, is a statistical 
percentage question, and I'll see if you know the answer. Go. Ready? Okay. So if you were a leader and you had staff and you were wanting engagement, what would be the percentage of engagement that you would think would happen if you did not instill hope in that setting? (laughs) I would say less than 10%. Yes, you are correct. 1% engagement. And this can apply to so many things. It doesn't have to be the typical um, traditional manager, employee, um, or manager subordinate. This is in life in general. So if you're not, you know, if you're working with a client or if you're working with somebody else or you're, you know, as a trainer, Darren, if you're not instilling hope that they're going to reach those goals, right? If they're, if they're in there because they want to lean down or if they're in there because they want better endurance, if you're instilling hope that that's possible, you're going to help them believe it. And if you don't instill hope, what do you think your engagement's going to be when they're working out with you or you're coaching them? Very low. So you're right, below 10%. So what do you think the flip side of it is if you are instilling hope uh, for an employee or a client, then what do you think the percentage of engagement is when you instill hope? I'm going to shoot for 90%. Well, that is very (laughs) optimistic and lovely. (laughs) 69%. 69%. But that's a beautiful gain. I mean, that's 68% higher than 1%. And that's what you want, right? If If you're working with a client, you want them to be engaged. You want them to be passionate. You also want them to have hope. So we want to instill hope on the people that we work with so that they have infinite infinite number of pathways they have that agency that they have the belief they can do it and we set goals and targets you know so i love these philosophies and concepts because it it applies to so many things yeah most definitely and again if you had an organization full of individuals that know there's hope brighter future what they're doing is bringing just not a benefit to their own personal life but to others what a reward that isn't to have when we talk about employees that place why do you want to work here? What is, what is it that drives you to have that engagement of that individual knowing that they're helping others or depending on what their role is, is having that engagement where they're showing it because that's, this is what they get to do. If we have employees that feel like, oh, I have to do this, then your engagement's not going to be probably very high. But if we can change that, that word of I have to work to I get to work or I get to do this, this is something that flips the switch, right? So... That's a big area that when I'm working with individuals, whether it's life coaching or personal training or a combination of there of the both, is again, you're, you're with us for one hour of the 23 hours, of the 24 hours in a day. So what are you doing with the other 23 hours? And this is where it's important for you, for the individual, to be able to have that hope, to be able to have that fortitude, to have that strength in yourself, that encouragement, that reliability in yourself that you can move forward in this but not focus on every single aspect of what we need to change. What is that one thing that you want to build off of that's going to help build momentum? And that's what the big key is, is the build momentum. I'm, as a trainer and as a coach, I am here to help you figure this out. I am here to help you guide you down this journey. The work is coming down to you, right? You have to do the work. I can't do the work for you. And this is something I would say, and the you know the the show I used to love to watch the Biggest Loser and watch individuals go on their journey of losing all this weight and doing the work. 
And the thing is, what's hard is even though they're on this TV show and they lost all the weight, right? You see these people that win. They're on the show. They have the coaching. They have everybody there. And then after they, they, they don't have that anymore, they go back to those old habits. They go back to putting that weight back on. And this is the side on where I want to bring to my clients, to the individuals that I work with, is that I'm going to teach you how to maintain. We're going to work on removing those bad habits removing those triggers, removing those um, prompts that trigger you to continue with that bad habit so we can build momentum for our future knowing that, again, where we are today is not what our future looks like. Our future looks bright because we're doing the work because we're going to remove some of these bad habits. Yeah, and some of the things that we like to, the words and language we like to use because that's a big part of of being hopeful and being successful and making changes and building habits is, you know, believing that you can change your life. So as a coach, we believe that we're life changers and that we're building momentum. So the goal is to help you become the creator and owner of your own life and the hero, right? That's something that's super huge too is, is, when you become the hero of your own life, I mean, that's just ultimate hopefulness to me is if you can look in the mirror every morning and be like, I am the hero of my own life. That instills hope. I mean, it could be words. It can be actions. It could be the people that you surround yourself around because you mentioned when you're with us for an hour a day, what's happening the other 23 hours of the day. So if we're instilling hope with you and in, in, you're believing it in part of your life and you're like, believe it so much during that hour. How can we get that to carry over to the rest of your day too? And I think that is just a big thing. Biggest thing is you talked about um, making and creating action and doing the work is creating hope in your life is also doing the work because once you see that momentum built and once you see that, that kind of movement towards where you want to be and you kind of get those little micro wins, which are, absolutely awesome and another micro win and another micro win and then bam you know those micro wins add up and those are the things what Darren's talking about too is as you go back and reflect don't forget about those micro wins because that's gonna that's gonna catapult you to go farther and build more momentum because that is instilling hope yeah that's that reflection time taking that moment yeah. to celebrate your wins that's that cookie jar we talked about the hero bars going back recognizing certain situations that you're in right now and say, wait a minute, I've been in this situation, a similar situation, and here's how I came out. I came out on top because I did the work. Here's what I did. Apply those same tools. We, this is where that toolbox that we have is infinite and in recognizing that these tools that we have can be used in many different ways. And having that toolbox that's full of all these different options is also another way to have hope as we move towards the future, as we're moving in that right direction, knowing, hey, let me try this tool. Oh, that didn't work? Let me try this. Oh, that didn't work. Or am I building momentum? That's the key thing is having that momentum also. Who are you surrounding yourself by? What is it that you're trying to kick? Are you really working in this direction? If it's important, having an individual where, whether it's a life coach that's there, that's helping you build that momentum, but to have that life coach with you seven days a week or five days a week, it will be very expensive. You meet with your coach once or twice a week. What are you doing those other days? And this is where you have to practice these tools and put them in place. This is the reflection. This is the journaling. This is the meditation. Bringing these things to the forefront so they're always there in front of you so there's that constant reminder. 
If you just put them on the back porch and you always go through the front door, you're not going to ever see that unless you go out the, the back door. And, oh, there's that. There's where I put that tool. But if you constantly put it in front of you where there's that constant reminder, if you trip over something, what are you going to do? You're gonna, eventually going to move it. But that's where you have to put this, this good habit. You almost have to put it in front of you so you trip over it time and time and time again. It's like, ah, oh, that's right. There's my habit. I got, I got to pick that habit up again. Or I build a new pathway. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, the, it's what I'm saying is that the key to this is putting it there in front of you so yes. it, it does not get missed and that you're constantly working on it. We cannot do this occasionally. I think that's a this, good example. This new routine, this new habit, whatever you're trying to build, we have to develop that consistency. And again, that realization uh, whatever age that you are, whatever new habit that you're trying to install, whatever bad habit you're trying to remove, let's remember the number of days that you've been doing that bad habit versus the number of days that you have building this new habit. Which one has more weight? You're going to have more weight to that bad habit because you've been doing it so long. So have that grace. Give yourself that grace that, hey, I'm putting it in front of me. I'm committing to this new habit and I'm going to work my butt off. And this is the difference between using, oh, I'm going to try this new habit. I'm trying to commit. I'm trying to do this. Not use the word try, but use the word commit. Using that word commit is going to put a much stronger emphasis, not only in what you're saying, but also in your mind. These are the things that are important when you are talking to yourself and things that you state. How are you stating them? Why? Because your brain is listening. You are your most powerful ally. Use your brain wisely. Be careful with the words that you are stating. Use positive words Move, use words that are going to drive you in the direction that you want to go because that will help you be successful. Words are impactful and important. They are. Flip that switch. So just as a addition uh, before we wrap up here, I just want to give you permission that if you're needing some help with figuring out how to be more hopeful in life. You know, maybe there, maybe you do need a counselor or maybe it's a life coach or maybe it's a personal trainer or maybe it's a professional that is something that you haven't experienced yet or that you have been too scared to take that first step. But we want to encourage you to take that first step to bring more hope into your life. That's our goal for this podcast today is that we hope that you are feeling more hopeful and that you are inspired to take that next level to incorporate more hope and happiness into your life. Yeah, and, and, and I just want to put it out there too because I, I know it's not inexpensive. There is an investment that needs to be made Invest into in your yourself. life. And this is where you're investing in yourself. No matter what that dollar is, if it's important enough to you, you're going to make that investment because if you take a look at your left hand or whatever hand you wear your watch on, what type of watch are you wearing right now? What type of TV are you seeing in front of? What are all these things that you spend money on? And even, and if, even if we talk about fast food, how often are we going through the drive through and spending this money on things when like, you know what? If I took that out and didn't spend that money, I could put that money over here. Not only not going to the fast food, it's going to help your mind. It's going to help your body. Right. But it's going to help that checkbook, which you might be able to take that dollar and invest it somewhere else. And this is where it's important. That commitment that you make to yourself does not come and that is so true. The coffee and the fast food is not going to bring hope into your life. So we are wrapping it up. This is Darren and Jessica Salquist with Next Level. Good vibes home.